You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The holidays are doubly important this year, so make your celebrations doubly special. At Kroger, we've got a huge selection of high-quality meats on top of fresh, natural produce, like fresh, never-frozen prime-grade beef and our Simple Truth Organic Brussels sprouts, or delicious king crab legs with our private selection gourmet potatoes. Whew, had to say that doubly fast. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Is now in session. The following is an encore presentation of SEO 101. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Karka, the Vice President of Strategy for Reflexive Media. Hey, bud. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. You got your, your boom set up. Things are looking I, good. I, I am official now. I have a boom, uh, boom set up, I should say. I've had it for a while. The new desk and everything, I'm feeling good. Yeah, it sounds good. You sound a lot better, so excited. That's great. Well, I'm always uh, really tired of you complaining about my voice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is good to hear you. Uh, I don't, don't think that means I'm going to stop complaining. I'm sure everyone else will appreciate it too. Yes, but don't think this means I'm going to stop complaining about your Canadianness. No, please don't. <laughs> I'm always happy to complain about your Americanness. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> you have more to complain about than I do recently. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, uh, so I, I, sorry about last week, everyone. We were both just overwhelmed. I'd just gotten back from a ski trip, which was phenomenal in Sun Peaks Resort in, in British Columbia here, which was phenomenal. And, and, uh, you and had I, was, I was just getting my voice back from losing my voice earlier in the week. So it worked out kind of good for, we, we didn't miss two shows. Both of our issues were at the same time. So there you go. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just glad I'm not there right now. It's, I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, but it's like minus 19 
Um, it sounds cold no matter what it is in Fahrenheit. Yeah, <laughs> it's really cold. Uh, so skiing would have been very uncomfortable. And for kids, no, no, not worth it. But anywho, yeah. we have lots to talk about. There's a bunch of stuff. Yeah, it's always good when we're we're catching up on things. There's plenty to talk about. So the first one, um, title is Google Search Console to Consolidate Search Performance Reports to Canonical URL. Wow, there's a media. <laughs> it's a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be a bit more difficult for uh, some of our newer users. So um, let's first say what a canonical URL is. Uh, we covered a lot, but want to make sure. Well, before, before we go there though, because it's actually, there's two different pieces of this. There's properties and then there's actual individual URLs, right? Mm-hmm. So, so let's talk about the properties first, because personally I think that's the most exciting because we've been kind of talking about this for a long time tied to analytics and now they're doing it to, in Search Console, which to me means that, hey, maybe they can do it to analytics too. So basically, if you have multiple properties for a single website, let's say you have four different things set up in Google Search Console. You have um, the HTTPS and the HTTP version of your site and the www and the non-www version of your site. It's really all the same site, but the, the, you, you, you end up picking a URL that's your, their main URL or your canonical URL. Let's say you want the secure version of the non-WW. That's the main one you want to use. You have all your redirects pointing to that. Everything is done um, pointing to HTTPS slash domain.com, right? All those other things now are going to be consolidated into that one canonical URL at the property level. And that's amazing to me. That makes things so, so, so nice. It drives me crazy that it took this long, quite frankly. Yeah. But it's only happening in Search Console at the moment. So they need to do the same thing at the uh, analytics side of the house as well. Yeah. I guess that gets more difficult. Yeah. I'm sure it does. I'm sure doing just this was difficult. Well, yeah, because they didn't, I don't know why they didn't think of it from the beginning, but anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, so it is, is fantastic. We have been dreaming of this literally for a long time. We've mentioned it many times over the years. Yeah. So it if is, I, and well, I actually read this article. I think it kicks in in March. <laughs> yes, which is pretty good. Not bad. They must have uh, been waiting a long time to, to mention this because they don't tend to, to, they tend to give a lot of leeway before they launch something big. Right. And now there's also a different aspect of this at the canonical URL level, right? And this is where things could get tricky for people because a lot of people um, misuse the canonical tag in a, on a page. And if you're misusing it, it could cause a lot of um, data data issues for you as far as things will change automatically. All of a sudden, you won't know why unless you're following this. Um, so a lot of people will canonicalize a URL to itself which is fine, um, and but a lot of people will also then canonical pages. They just don't want them indexed. They'd rather have um, another page indexed. A good example of that is pagination. Some people will use canonical to, to fix a pagination issue instead of rel equals prev next, which is the right way to fix pagination. Um, and if you're new to all this stuff, a lot of things <laughs> I just said don't make any sense at all to you, and I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> But but there's the, the the at the page level it's going to cause problems. And I just actually had a conversation on Facebook on one of the groups I'm in there explaining to people because they were asking about canonical URLs and when to use them and when not to use them. Um, if if you're not aware, Google assigns a canonical URL to every single URL, whether you put one in there or not. 
they give it a canonical URL. And you can actually go and search console and use the new URL inspection tool, and it'll tell you which which URL it, it's using as a canonical URL. And it's good to check um, if you're having issues to go in there and look and see what's the canonical URL. Because sometimes they don't pick the one. Even if you put it in the header tag and say, I want the canonical to be this, they might say, eh, no, I don't think so. We're going to use this one instead. You can see that inside that URL inspection tool. So that canonical URL in that inspection tool is the one that all of that data is going to be compiled and consolidated to. Right. So, so listeners uh, that are really new to all this uh, should know that when we, when we say URL, we mean page, essentially the address of a page, uh, which is a uh, uh, uniform uh, URL, uniform resource locator. <laughs> um, so URL. Um, now, or, or if you're real old school, URL. <laughs> we use URL all the time. At least I do. <laughs> um, okay. So when, so you're not really applying a canonical, you're, you're it's, it's kind of hard to explain here, but essentially Google's just going and saying, okay, this is your address, the URL, the page. And they're saying, okay, this is the one that we are going to accept as the main URL. Now, how can there be other ones? There can be different ways a, a URL is shown. There can be ones without the triple W and there's different ways this can be done, but um, a non HTTPS. Uh, a variety of different parameters. Yeah. And there can be AMP versions. Uh, so the accelerated mobile pages, uh, that those are meant specifically for uh, mobile devices. They're much lighter, faster to load. Well, there's versions of URLs like that. So what Google will do is they will say, this is the canonical. Boom, that's it. And they choose it if you don't specify it. And even if you specify it, it's considered a suggestion. Yep. And another, another way they'll do that is duplicate content. If you have five pages on your site that all have exactly the same thing, odds are that one of those will get picked as the canonical and Google will assign that as the canonical to the other four as well. Now, why is this important? I guess is one thing we should, we should sort of highlight. And, and I guess from a, uh, again, from a, this is a good episode because I think we can really dig into some of the real one-on-one issues and, and, and some of the, the people who are just jumping into this. And one of the, the main issue is um, as before they had canonicals, you could have authority. So this is people or domain authority, page authority spread across. So in this case, page authority spread across different versions of the same content, just because the URL was different. Then they, they, they provided a canonical option. And this was where you could specify, no, this is the page. So it allowed you to consolidate all of that authority to one URL. Okay, so uh, that is why it's important to know what the, the, the canonical is that Google is seeing. You don't have to do it for every page. If you're having any issues with rankings, it's, it's a safe test to go and find out what they're looking at. If it looks like something is off, do some more digging or consult an SEO. Mm -hmm, for sure. But, but right. I, I guess that the main point here is if you're used to looking at Google Search Console and seeing data um, at certain levels, when this happens, there's a chance that your data is going to shift. So they, they, there's some good examples of what the data looks like. So AMP. AMP is not going to be you know, almost near. If you have AMP pages right now, they get a certain percentage of your page views and a certain percentage of your impressions um, in Search Console. AMP will not be a canonical URL, according to, to the, the report that we read over on Search Engine Journal, Barry said. So those are all going to drop to zero and be incorporated into what the real page is that the AMP is reproducing. 
right? Yeah, so, which is really cool because you're going to be able to look at stats and see the overall traffic to this content. Yes, but you still will be able to filter down. If you do want to see just the AMP, there, there, there will be filters in place where you can go in and say, I just show me the AMP and it'll show you. But the overall data is going to be consolidated. Yeah, it would be a mistake to lose that ability because people often want to troubleshoot specific aspects of their site. And in this case, accelerated mobile pages and is it's important that that's working properly especially for news properties any company that has a lot of that kind of content so so if you're doing impression reporting at a search console for example and you're giving a a, a data item as amp impressions though you might see it disappear um, in your actual search console overall reports and just freak out, but don't. It's going to take you a little bit more time to pull that data out for your reporting unless they include that in as a separate line in uh, on the APIs. I'm not sure if they do or not, but uh, it's still there, but it's going to be a little harder to get to at this point when it changes. Yeah, and this is this is part of what, like at Stepworth, we do a lot of SEO audits. We're trying to determine what might be going wrong with a website, why it may not be functioning as well as it could in, in, in search rankings, maybe whatever it might be. There's a lot of different reasons we do them. But this kind of uh, um, metrics, these kind of metrics, this kind of uh, granularity is awesome. And uh, I really appreciate it. Every time they try and improve the search console, I would say that being have they really had many failures? I don't think they have. This is one of the few things they've kept improving and doing a really good job of. Um, Other than the name. (laughs) They should have left the name the same. Other than that. (laughs) Old joke, pardon on their newbies. Yes. (laughs) Used to be called Webmaster Tools and and this old school guy still like calling it Webmaster Tools and we get teased. (laughs) I, I just had to embrace it. I didn't want more confusion. (laughs) Yes, I know. We'll be right back. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. It passes before it's noticed. A slight rising of the eyebrows, a widening of the eyes. It may be accompanied by an almost imperceptible inhalation. The heart adds a beat like a quiet exclamation point on the experience. Within a tenth of a second, the reaction has passed but not without leaving its mark. Someone found what they're looking for. Does your website deliver impulses to act? It can. Intended Consequences is the podcast for digital marketers who see their job as changing hearts and minds. If you're frustrated, bored, or in a rut, it's time to spread your wings with me, Brian Massey, and my guests. Find out how successful, curious, creative, and data-driven marketers are making a difference on purpose. Visit IntendedPodcast.com or find us where you get your podcasts. Intended Consequences. Marketing on Purpose. You are now tuned in to the world's largest online radio podcast network for internet marketers looking to dominate the B2B marketplace. WebmasterRadio.fm WebmasterRadio.fm is home to some of the most respected authorities in all aspects of internet marketing, from SEO to affiliate marketing to social media, e-commerce, mobile marketing, and so much more. Our hosts travel to all stretches of the world and speak to the impact players that are affecting our industry. On air, on demand. 
and available on every mobile device that you can imagine. This is WebmasterRadio.fm. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Miami may be the sun and fun capital of the world, but it's also home to the largest literary festival in the U.S. Don't miss the Miami Book Fair, a week-long festival featuring more than 600 authors from all over the world with readings, signings, and panels capped off by a three-day street fair. Find books in English, Spanish, and Creole for every interest and every age, from biographies and novels to poetry and comics. This year, come meet poets Richard Blanco, Reginald Dwayne Betts, and Joy Harjo, award-winning novelists T.C. Boyle, Susan Choi, Edwidge Denticott, Taya Obrecht, Julie Orancher, Leonard Pitts, and Karen Russell, plus authors exploring issues of the day such as Eve Ensler, Alex Kutlowitz, Danny Shapiro, Daryl Pickney, Ambassador Samantha Power, George Wilt, and hundreds more. Take the little ones to Children's Alley for hands-on activities, characters, and storytelling. Enjoy music, food, and fun for the whole family right on the downtown Miami-Dade College campus, November 17th to the 24th. For details, schedules, and tickets, visit MiamiBookFair.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. The Google June Core update. It's big and still rolling out, according to Barry Schwartz on Search Engine Roundtable. Um, so I've done a little reading on this too, but I know you read a little more. So tell me a little more about you, what you've seen. Well, uh, apparently it's there's there's not a lot of detail about what was impacted as far as you know what's causing the fluctuations, but there's a lot of fluctuations. People are seeing some really big gains. Some people are seeing some really big losses. Um, the Daily Mail was interesting to me because it's a, a it's a newspaper publication. It's been around forever. At once, it was actually the largest news website with the most traffic on the internet. Um, apparently, it lost fifty percent of its organic traffic within twenty four hours of the June Core update, and ninety percent of the Google's discovery traffic, which is really interesting to me. I've, I've been focusing on Google Discovery for for a couple of weeks now because it's actually driving significant significant traffic for us as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that was interesting to me. Um, so how does one focus on Google Discovery? Um, the Google Discovery reporting search uh, console. Huh. But no, I mean, like, how do you increase your chances of being found in it? Well, it's mostly news sites. Okay. Um, there's, there's not too much. You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit stairsapp.com today. Content, there's a little bit, but not much content outside of new sites. So you really need to be um, qualified for Google News to really be found in Google Discovery. That's at why this I don't point. know much about it, I guess. <laughs> I was like, yeah. hey, what is this? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't have any news clients. Well, a couple of fledgling ones that are starting up and I will have a lot to learn, but it's the same. Yeah. It's interesting. So it's very interesting. I, I think it's something we are going to be keeping an eye on this, this core update. Um, it hit June 3rd, which was uh, Monday of last week from when this airs. Um, so ho- hopefully by the time uh, a week or so passes, we'll know a, a bunch more about what it's impacting, what impacts it. Um, 
and maybe next show we'll have a more some more details to be able to share with you. But it's something yeah. to be, keep it, an eye on. Definitely, and and even Danny Sullivan, um, who's still wakes me up. That, but anyway, he's he's the rep for or one of the reps for Google, um, has stated that this is a core update. So this is definitely going to be noticeable to yep. people. <clears throat> so uh, sure. this is not just a oh, there's some changes. This is a fairly significant one. Yeah. I can tell you on our sites, we've we've been pretty flat. It hasn't impacted us plus or minus at this point. Hopefully, if it does, it'll be on the positive side. But so far, we're we're good here. So, yeah, and you know, you and I were both saying it most of the time. We well, you 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 would feel it more often if it was news related. But I'd say maybe once a year we see one of our clients get negatively hit by it. But most of the time, it's all positive. Yeah, you know, just the benefit of following the rules, I guess. Um, and just ensuring that you create great content and, and you're following all the best practices for SEO, which is our, our tenant that just, it works. So Absolutely. why mess with it? All right. So next up here. Oh yeah. So this was kind of cool. Um, Google is now letting uh, restaurants and customers add or edit popular dishes. Uh, again, this is a good old Barry Schwartz post that I noticed. Um, it's it's kind of cool in that uh, you know if you have a particular favorite haunt and you want to share one of the dishes you like, um, you can do so. Uh, you can take uh, uh, you can add your your dish using uh, your Android device by opening Google Maps, entering a restaurant name in the search bar, then uh, in the business profile tap menu and then add. That's where you add a photo of the dish and then the dish this name. Um, it, there's also a similar path for um, iPhones, I, I believe, but at this stage that wasn't shown here in the example. So this, um, is, this is only on mobile. Yes, exactly. Okay. And the cool thing about, about this, obviously, it's it's going to be taken as a suggestion, like any change. Um, you, you, you can't guarantee it'll show up, but uh, and especially if you're editing someone else's key, you can you can actually add to or edit. Uh, particular dishes as well. I can imagine that getting a little out of hand. Uh, mine's a better picture. No, mine is. And <laughs> it's just changing all the time. It could actually end up being a bit of a uh, a nightmare for Google to manage in terms of uh, reviews or sorry, um, quality control. Uh, so we're going to have to see how that plans out. Hopefully it's not butchered by spammers, but <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, they're already Google guides anyway, so they're spamming their own photographs and all that stuff in there anyway. So yeah. <laughs> if anybody really wants to do that, it, it's it's not hard. It it's, isn't. It's sad. It's it's yeah. full of, of spam these days. But overall, I think what they're doing is a good thing. It's just they just need to ramp up a bit um, some of the improvements in the terms of moderation. Um, and I haven't been on top of this, but I've noticed a number of articles and discussions about you know, what 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 might go paid in Google My Business. Maybe there's going to be some. Could there be some features in the future that Google will add that you need to pay for to get the benefit of? Um, then at least if they do that, they're making some direct, well, more direct money from it, <laughs> and maybe they'll get some. Um, they'll be more interested in finding people to moderate. Well, at least that way, if they do do add paid features, it could reduce the number of ads we're starting to see in, in local local searches, which could be. <laughs> yeah, we can hope. Yeah. I don't know. It, I don't trust Google to reduce ads ever. <laughs> <laughs> not if they can keep them. Not, not anymore. Not since, you know, they were they became public ages ago. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, if they can keep it up, they'll keep it up. 
but uh, I'm a big fan of taking photos of, of food when I'm at restaurants and stuff. And, and they get a lot of views uh, as, a, as a local guide. Uh, I think they're kind of cool. Um, I know I look at them when I go and look at a restaurant and it's, it's kind of fun. I've only, I think I've only posted like uh, five or 10 photographs, you know, in reviews for businesses over the past forever. And, you know, most of them get a handful of hits. I've got one though that has over 125,000 views. Yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. One of the ones that I never ever thought, I, I thought I'd give this a bit of a test and here's a tip for others out there who are trying to improve their local guide listing. Um, I just walked around town on my walk. I do just, just to get out of the office and I started taking pictures of storefronts. And then one day in front of the TV, I just added them to all the stores. Um, and one of them for flipping nail salon, it just exploded. <laughs> I don't know what was, it's, it's got so many views. It's insane. And it's the most viewed fit picture. Um, it was an easy way to build points from my local guide profile. It was yep. kind of fun. I didn't even realize half the places that I walked by. Um, eh, it's kind of neat. So, and it's all about points in local guides and the more you get, the better perks you get. Sometimes I get a free movie here and there. Um, Bill, Bill, Bill Hartzer just hit a hundred thousand points in level 10. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. And he, he posted his stats of what he did. He had to post over ten thousand photos, like twenty nine thousand reviews. It was a huge number of stuff that he did. It took him years to do, of course, but it was interesting to read the number of stats, the different types of things he did to get up to ten thousand points. Huh. I'll have to check that out. That's really cool. All right, let's take a quick break. SEO one hundred and one will be back right after recess. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. 
I found this kind of interesting. I don't think I really understood it exactly, at least the root of it all, but uh, it says now more than 50% of Google searches end without a click to other content. That's Google searches end without a click to other content. So they're getting their answers in the Google search results that don't have to go to a website. Is that what that's, that's the what assumption? But yeah. Yeah, it's it's something that Rand has been pushing around a lot. I guess it was a uh, some research that he's tied to, or at least uh, championed. Um, uh, it's a search engine land article, uh, but yeah, apparently uh, he's going to be talking about it at the search um, uh, the East. What is that? Uh, SM, SMX East. Thanks, SMX East in November or something. But anyway, it. it Apparently, it's it's declining. So essentially, people are are less likely to go to to click through to your website now. And and his statement, I guess, um, which is certainly clear, is that Google is even more of a monopoly than ever uh, because now they're keeping the traffic. Uh, I don't know whether or not, and a lot of people people are doing these searches through mobile, and you got to wonder like sometimes I do mobile searches and I don't click. Yeah. Well, and they're also including, it seems like from the article that they're including images, YouTube's YouTube search and map search in that whole Google search thing. Right. So map search a vast majority of that time, you're not going to click. You're going to, for me, I'll search for something and plug it in, in my car. It's my GPS, right? Yeah. So there's a click to, I'm just going to search for where I'm looking to go and hit the button and the GPS takes off. So I think there's a lot of I hope in his presentation um, at SMX that he's very clear about that kind of stuff and how much of this stuff is from Google, you know, search engine versus these other things they've included in this data. Yeah, I mean, I just had disagreement with what you said before, but the one thing he's good at is usually presenting all aspects of something. So right. I think he'll probably cover that and do a good job of that. Uh, he's, he's usually has some pretty damn good presentation so i'm interested to see at least after the fact i won't be there um but it is uh, a bit concerning i'm sure to many business owners uh, i can only imagine how concerning it is to news news organizations like yours i mean how many are you guys find declining traffic it, in that sense it's not they're not so much reporting news um in the news space that i've seen yet right but you know you get the news results you get the search results and to get the details of a news story, you really have to click through to get it. Um, yeah. where, where, believe it or not, it's AMP that that while it's growing and it's a de definite benefit to us, that's where we're losing a bit of like page views and stuff like that is through AMP more than anything, more than regular search. Hmm. Okay. Well, next up here, Google considers notifying webmasters for featured snippet penalties. This is just more of a footnote, but um, there are quote unquote penalties where if you are abusing featured snippets, you will have those removed and they're not even notifying you. It just, they're gone. Um, there can, Danny Sullivan mentioned in this SE roundtable um, comment, at least Barry noted that Dan, Danny had mentioned that this is something they are considering offering um, insight on. Well, it's yeah. interesting. More it's, yeah, it's interesting, but they, they are, they are giving you notifications when you get um, schema um, penalties, which is, I think, a majority of the way you end up getting snippet penalties is because you're abusing schema. Yeah, uh, true. But they do give you schema markup penalties, and they notify you of those. 
So I wonder that that makes me ask, okay, what kind of snippet penalties would you do outside of schema penalties? What are the other kinds of things, ways people are abusing that? Maybe, hmm, I don't know. I, I'd be, I'd be guessing, but I would think that if there's issue with schema, they note it to you. Does that mean that your snippets aren't already showing up still? I, I don't know. Um, if you really abuse them, your snippets will be gone. Maybe that's something they could notify you of. Right. It's just more granular. I'm not sure. Yeah. It'll be interesting <laughs> to see when those, if they do it, what they look like when they come out. Yeah. Yeah, totally. All right. Google search tests, more pagination options, more results, infinite scroll, and more. Again, another footnote. These are pretty common on search roundtable that Barry's always on top of this stuff. Uh, just more views in the wild of Google doing more tests. In this case, um, infinite scrolls. Uh, that means where you could just keep scrolling down the page and more results keep loading instead of having to press two to get to the next page and three and four. Um, I'm kind of surprised it hasn't stuck that way. Um, it was like that for a, quite a long time, wasn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, anyways, I think it's... Yeah. It's could it come back. I'd be happy with it. Yep. Interesting. I hope they don't do the infinite scroll thing. That would not be good. Well, that's what I meant. I like that. Do you see? I'm not sure I do. Because hmm. because it, it's easier, I think, for for me as an SEO. Maybe as a user, I'd like it yes. more. But as an SEO, that the way they had it paginated with the one through ten made it easier for me to do analysis on results. Um, very true. Yeah, and and it, there is going to be possible issues with tracking otherwise. But uh, anyway, yeah, especially if you're tracking pages and rankings. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now the local SEO news segment. We started this uh, last week with Scott, but it's uh, something I figure it's so common now. It's, there's so much info. Let's just create a whole segment. So let's start with. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Before we start this, yeah. I, did, I don't get a vote. <laughs> got a new segment and I didn't even get a vote. Come on now. Oh, you got to be around. Yeah, I, I missed a show. <laughs> Two. <laughs> All right, I vote yes anyway, so it's no problem. <laughs> um, all right. On behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, the Director of SEO for Advanced Local, thank you for joining us today. Remember, we have show notes newsletter you can sign up for at seo101radio.com. Don't miss a single link and refresh your memory of a past show at any time by getting this newsletter. Um, it's very simple, very clean. We're doing a good job of creating it, I think, uh, thanks to May, our writer. And uh, if you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Facebook group, easily found by searching SEO 101 Podcast on Facebook. Have a great week, and remember to tune into future episodes, which are at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, every Monday on webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening, everybody.
The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.